Welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast, where you will find all the inspiration you need to begin living a more intentional life today. Because no matter where you are right now in life, it's never too late to dream big, my friend. And now here's your host, Francis Vitakovic. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Dream Big, My Friend podcast. This is your host, Francis Vitakovic. And today's episode is a very impromptu. Like I've sat here today, I have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth, but I know that it's going to be 100% authentic, 100% the real deal, because I wanted to have a conversation with you about the fact that even if someone's a life coach, even if they spent years and years studying personal development strategies, and I never use the term mastering because I think that it is a daily practice, it's a lifelong journey, just getting really good at managing your own mind. And I wanted to ditch this impression that people who spend a lot of time studying these strategies have it always all together, that their minds never have any mind drama, that they don't ever face any situations in their life that generate negative emotions, because that's totally not true. And if you've ever sat down and thought that about any person with a podcast or anyone in the media and thought, oh my gosh, like they're superhumans, I just want to like totally blow that impression and make you realize that every single human in this world is no different than you. We've got a human brain. We still sometimes feel fear. We still sometimes feel anxious. We still sometimes feel any negative emotion that you may face in this life. And we all face obstacles and challenges. Okay, no one is immune from that. And the only thing that we might be a little bit better at is simply managing our minds because we've had that time and practice. And because we're so aware of the power of our thoughts, there's a lot of intentionality that might go there. So that's not to say that negative thoughts don't ever pop up, but we know that we have the power to steer them in a different direction, to like ditch the ones that aren't serving us and hold on to the ones that do, that make us feel really good, that make us feel great. And that actually serve us as opposed to working against us. So I thought it'd be fun to share with you just a few examples from my everyday life. Just some really simple examples. I'm telling you, like I'm just thinking about situations that have happened recently where I've definitely had to manage my thoughts about it. And I could have gone in either direction. And yet I consciously chose to stay really focused on bringing myself back onto the right track rather than letting my mind spin in in all this mind drama. And the first example I have to share with you actually feels a little bit like a deep, dark confession because it's about my dogs who I absolutely adore. They're literally like right now beside me sleeping. And so I've got two dogs. So let me give the backstory. We have firstly, King Charles Cavalier named Scooter. He's eight. Love him. Okay. He's like my, probably I've always say that I don't think anyone in this lifetime will ever love me as much as Scooter does because he's always following me around. And when it comes to like taking care of him, he's just so easy. Like I know people often say that having a dog is hard, but I've never had that experience with having a cavalier. They're just so easy. Okay. I know just a thought. And the fact that it was just a thought as opposed to me just assuming it was the truth wasn't really evident to me until we got our second dog, Saber, who is a Doberman. So she's now 19 months old and I love her to bits. I cannot imagine life without her. But in those early months, I didn't have the same thoughts. You see, I was totally happy with just having one dog. My husband and my kids were so desperate to get a second dog. And the dog that they wanted to get was a Doberman. And I can't tell you how little thought I gave to the impact it would have on my own life. I was like, you guys can get a second dog if you're happy to take care of it and so forth. 
And all was good for those first few weeks because she arrived at our house, not just throughout a pandemic, but my husband took off two weeks from work and the kids were on school holidays. So they just devoted all their time and attention to Sava. But then that day arrived when they all went to work and the kids went back to school soon after. And there I was alone with two dogs. And it really hit me how my life was just like totally changed in that moment that it was never going to be the same again. If you've ever had a puppy before, like especially one that will grow to be a really big dog, then you know how much time and attention that goes into raising a puppy, especially like I, we were crate training her. She required so many walks. I was used to the freedom of being able to work wherever I wanted to work. If I wanted to go to a co-working space, if I wanted to go to the library, or if I wanted to go to the gym or just let's like, do anything like Scooter was so easy, so laid back. And yet having a new puppy was like, definitely like having a new baby. And this is where I talk about the fact that some thought entered my mind and these thoughts definitely caused negative emotion in me. Now, back then, I didn't think these thoughts were just thoughts. Like I really saw them as the truth. Like my life is totally disrupted right now. We can never go on another long overseas holiday because we've got to worry about saver now. Like scooter is so easy to pass on to someone else to mine. But Dobermans require lots of time and love and attention. And they're indoor dogs too. Okay, They always want to be with you. And so all these thoughts were in my mind back then, causing me a lot of mind drama. So if you're a close friend of mine, you know that I definitely felt frustrated and stressed about this particular situation. Now, I just saw it as a reality that I couldn't change, as opposed to really identifying and pinpointing that it was just my thoughts, my thoughts alone that were causing my stress and frustration. Now, I know that you probably think like when you have a life coach, you coach always on really important aspects of your life, like your business, maybe relationships and weight loss. But I had to go and talk to my life coach about this. And that's the beauty of having someone from the outside watching you speak, hearing what you have to say, and being able to pinpoint where maybe the thought errors are happening. So my coach made me question my beliefs. Like, is it really true that my life is totally ruined? Okay. That's how I felt in those first, I think the first few weeks, I felt like it was totally ruined. So dramatic. I know. No, my life was not totally ruined. Was it true that I could never, ever, ever again, go on an overseas holiday for a couple of months? Not true. I mean, we have options. Okay. Like we do have options. And she asked me that question, well, how do I want to feel about this situation? Like if the situation exists, I've got two dogs now. I've got a puppy that has crazy energy. At that point, I think I was like feeling all the feelings because she was in that naughty puppy stage. Like I I know a low point was when she ate my AirPods, like crunched the case right in front of me. And I literally cried because I was like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Seriously, what's happening? But coming back to that question that my coach asked me, how do I want to feel about the situation? And my answer was at peace. Okay, if you don't know me well, I always reach for that feeling of calm and peace as opposed to like feeling really excited. And knowing the way that our mind works, I recognized immediately that in order to have that feeling of calm in my life about this particular situation, I would need to actually pinpoint the particular thought that was going to generate that feeling in me, that feeling of calm. Hey, my friend, I just wanted to pop in and say that if you listen to this podcast and ever think, oh my gosh, I really wish that I could get some one-on-one help actioning out all these ideas, I have the best news for you. Did you know that I'm now offering private coaching? So if you feel like you would benefit from some one-on-one support and guidance and accountability from me, your very best and biggest cheerleader, make sure to check out my Dreaming to Doing coaching experience. 
or if you prefer to start small, feel free to dive into one of my mini courses, which I've created just for you. Now these courses are gonna help you show up in your life and in your business and in your family as the very best version of yourself. So you can freely ditch all the mind drama and grab the tools that you need to help you not just dream bigger, but to live life with more clarity and intention starting today. So you can find the link to my coaching program and courses inside the podcast description. And I sincerely look forward to connecting with you on a deeper level. Now, I can't pinpoint the exact thoughts that I chose to hold on tight to that led to this feeling of calm. But I'm going to guess it was things like, this is a blessing in disguise. Also, I'm going to make the best of situation. I absolutely am going to make the very best of the situation. I was meant to, at this very moment in time, have two dogs and one very excited puppy. I consider this idea that this could be an incredible gift that I was given, like rather than feeling really resentful about the amount of walking I had to do, like I always had to take her out all the time when she was little and all these walks. But what if that was exactly what my body needed to be doing that much exercise, to be moving that often? And I was able to do so because I had this gift of having saver now. But can you say like, I just started to consider different thoughts that I could be thinking. And I absolutely needed to let go of that thought that good is easy, saves hard. Saber wasn't hard. She's just a normal, a very normal Doberman. She's a normal puppy. And just thinking she's a really normal puppy uh, and this is the way that it is in the first few months and nothing's gone wrong just helped me change that perception. So I share this with you just to illustrate the fact that even though I, of course, know the power of my own thoughts, there are some moments like that is one perfect example where I sort of forgot for a moment that the thoughts that I were having were not the truth. And I needed someone to really challenge me on that. So many of the thoughts that we have, we really believe to be true. Like I was pretty stubborn about this thought, this idea. I thought it was a fact that we'd never be able to go overseas anymore and spend a couple of months on this island in Croatia where my parents have a holiday home. I thought it was the truth and I needed someone to kick me up the butt and just say, hang on, how is that not true? How is that not the truth? So many of the thoughts that we hold on to, like, I can't do this. I can't do that. I should do this. I shouldn't do that. are just thoughts that we have never questioned before. And that's why I think that life coaching is like the biggest gift that you could ever give yourself. Because when someone points out to you your thought errors or just shows you a different way of thinking, it does completely change your life. And so just to bring it back to my dogs, like after I had that little mini shift and I was like, my thoughts were questioned and I saw a different way of looking at the situation, everything completely changed after that. And now I completely love my fur babies and I cannot imagine a life without them. So I know I said that I was going to share a few examples in this episode and that one took way longer than I expected. So I'll probably have to come back and record another one in the very near future. But for now, the thing that I want you to take away from this episode is if you are going through any massive turmoil, stress, frustration, negative emotion, just sit down and stop for a moment and pinpoint the thought that you are having that is generating those feelings in you and question whether they are the truth. How could someone else in that same situation look at it differently? How could someone consider that to be the biggest gift as opposed to the worst thing in the world? What could you be learning from the situation? What could you be gaining? How is this situation making you stronger, more resilient? How can it make you a better person? What do you have to learn from it? One exercise that I recommend is, you know, that I'm obsessed with journaling. Get out your journal 
and just dump everything from your brain onto paper, like get it all out. I can't tell you how amazing it feels when you have all these thoughts whirling around in your head, put onto paper. And once it's down onto paper, see whether you can pull the thoughts, the very specific thoughts that are causing you to feel that a negative emotion and question them. How are they true? How are they not true? What could you think differently? And for me, the magic question is, how do you actually want to feel about the situation? What are the results that you want to have in this life? If you can't change your circumstance, if it just is like me, I had two dogs, that wasn't going to be changing. I definitely don't think that my kids or husband would have been pleased with me if I decided to give the dog away simply because I wasn't learning to manage my mind well. For me, having a shift in the thoughts that I were having led to different results. More calm in my life because I pinpointed that that's a feeling that I wanted to feel and I was able to be really specific about the thoughts that I would need to be thinking that I would need to be practicing every single day in order to generate that feeling for me. So work out what is it that you want to feel about the situation? Is it acceptance? Is it peace? Is it understanding, compassion? It all depends on what the situation is, but pinpoint the feeling that you want to feel and work backwards to find a thought or just even multiple thoughts that generates that feeling in you and that resonates for you, okay? You gotta be thinking a thought that you can agree with and that you can embrace. So even for me, like I do remember one of my first thoughts that came to mind was, having a puppy is hard, but I can do the hard stuff. But decide in advance what feeling you wanna feel and pinpoint that specific thought that would generate that feeling for you. So take care as always, my friend. I love and appreciate you all and I will catch you in the next episode. Until then, dream big, my friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you really loved it, you can show your support by leaving a review on iTunes. For more inspiration, head over to dreambigmyfriend.com where you will find even more content for all the dreamers out there. Until next time, dream big, my friend.